believer in Jeff Carter right here. Always have been. Going back to his Philly days, his championship days in Los Angeles, when he was acquired in the trade earlier this year. And now that belief's going to have to rise to yet another level. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. Tomorrow night is the opener against the Lightning in Tampa. I'm flying down to Tampa later today. I'll be down there to cover both of the first two games. Lightning tomorrow and then Panthers on Thursday. And the challenge ahead should be obvious to everyone. It's not just about the opponents, although they couldn't be starting, really, I don't think, with a tougher one-two punch than what they're about to be hit with in the state of Florida. Those might be the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. One of them for sure is. They'll be holding a banner-raising ceremony right before face-off to remind everyone. And then on top of that, obviously no Sid, no Gino. And it's going to take, as I've been saying here for a while, a really tight, disciplined, intelligent, notice I'm not using the word defensive, because it also requires having the puck, which means having an aggressive mindset. It's going to take all of that. It's going to take... Mike Sullivan hockey, meaning Mike Sullivan hockey whenever his stars are out. But it's also going to take Jeff Carter. Let's not kid anybody here. The Penguins aren't going to win these games or procure points out of these games if they play really well over all 200 feet of ice and don't score any goals. Specifically, if they don't score any 5-on-5 goals. Those have to come. Those have to come. And the best bet, don't make me be that guy who runs through the line combinations for you. The best bet for that by a mile would be the first line of Jeff Carter, Brian Rust, and depending on how things go with Jake Gensel, either Jake or Danton Heinen, And out of that group, who's going to score your goals? Yeah. I mean, you're going to get a good burst here or there, as we've seen throughout the preseason from Kasperi Kapanen. You might get a bottom six guy to cash one in here or there. But on a consistent basis, it's got to be Carter. It's got to be Carter. He's got to be the one who picks this team up. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Now, I'm not saying this, any of this, as if it's a concern. I don't believe that it is. When you see Carter performing at the level that he did after the trade last season, and then you see him again show up here just flying around, you realize that age isn't going to be much of a thing with this guy at least not until he loses his wheels, which he most definitely hasn't yet. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is always brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. 
where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. And they in turn need your help. Find out how $1 is all it takes to create and distribute five full meals. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Carter, in turn, is a believer in what's around him. Here's what he had to say over the weekend on that subject. I think you've seen through the preseason that, um, you know, you call them your younger guys, but guys like Cappy and, you know, Rod and those guys that are, you know, getting bigger roles now because of, you know, the situation we're in. Um, you know, the skills coming out, they're, you know, they're playing hard. A guy like Drew O'Connor's, you know, come in pushing for a roster spot. I thought it's been really good the last couple of games. And, um, you know, so it's, it's exciting to see. I think, uh, you know, for everyone in the room, they kind of, you know, see how it's all coming together now. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of looking forward to getting it going now. Man, it's been a really, really good fit with this guy. I have been critical bordering on hypercritical of Ron Hextall's work since he took over as general manager. But this trade to bring Carter to Pittsburgh was so well-planned, well-researched, well-conceived, and then ultimately well-executed that it almost washes away all the rest. Look at what we're talking about right now. This team is missing its top two guys facing all these tough teams, and they got to get through October collecting some points so that they can get back on their feet at some point. And this is the player who very visibly is being tasked, not verbally, not verbally. No one's going to say this is Jeff Carter's team or we're going to go only as far as Jeff Carter takes us. But look at the way things are mapped out right now. Number one center, number one power play, veteran in the room. I did say... You'll recall in the immediate aftermath of the playoff loss to the Islanders that there was one off-season priority above all when it came to retaining players, and that was to find a way to make very damn sure Carter wasn't about to go retire or something. So full credit to Hextall, Brian Burke, and anyone else responsible for bringing this player here. Now, let's see what this player really can do. When we come back, just one question. Time for just one question, and that's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this program a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com/dk. Our question comes from. I have it here somewhere. I will find it. Our question comes from Steve Kale in San Antonio. I knew I'd find you, Steve. 
Steve asks, your podcast last week on Jeff Carter and Dominic Simone made me think, can Dom play center as a puck protector and a solid facilitator? Would he be a better fit with Jake and Rusty? Then add puck support on a different line for Carter to the gunner. And then thinking ahead to the return of 87 and 71, continue with Carter and Simone on the third line. There's a lot of moving parts in that question, Steve. <laughs> that's that's something. I'm going to start with this. I'm not sold on Dom at center. I've seen him do things, including in this preseason, where he's looked comfortable there, and it surprised me. Maybe that's not fair, because I haven't seen enough of Dom that maybe it's surprising me just because I'm not used to seeing him there. But he's gained the zone through the middle of the ice. He's pulled up and hit trailers which is not something I've seen him do a lot on the wing. But to take that and translate it into first-line center, completely setting aside that the entire fan base would be apoplectic over this, I'm... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, to some extent... There's a respect factor involved in the fact that Jeff Carter is who he is, was who he was after coming over to Pittsburgh in the regular season and then into the playoffs, that you almost feel like, boy, I hate to say this because it makes it sound undeserved and it's not, but that it's an obligation thing. Jeff Carter is your number one center because you're looking at this roster and he's your number one center. So you want to give that a chance. The main reason that I would go with Carter as my number one center, independent of Dom or anything else, is that Carter, Brian Rust, and Jake Gensel, when Jake's been around, obviously before the, the COVID diagnosis, have looked pretty good. You know, it's a different look than they have with Sid. As you suggest, it's not just about puck support and grinding and cycling and everything else. It's about shooting. It's about shooting. Carter's a gunner. And I'm not sure that's a term he'd use to describe himself, but I'm sure it's a concept for which he would not apologize. He's made quite the NHL career out of being a shoot-first guy. That doesn't make him selfish. It just means that's his skill. That's what he brings. And he brings it on a consistent basis, and he's done a lot of damage with it over the years. So that's one thing. The other that I'm going to address since you brought up 87 and 71 is that obviously you saw that Sidney Crosby has returned to somewhat practicing with the team. He's not, you know, doing line rushes and any kind of intensive drills. He's still being very careful with the hand. But he's out there. And as I've been saying all along, Sid being out there means he's not far away. So these scenarios that we're talking about almost certainly won't last long, any of them. However it is that this plays out, once Sid comes back, duh, he's on the first line. Carter almost certainly will drop into Gino's place between Kasperi Kapanen 
and Jason Zucker. And Evan Rodriguez, obviously, in turn, would drop back into Evan Rodriguez land. So this is looking like it's kind of set. And you don't need to be doing anything along the lines of, hey, Dom, want to try to play center? Oh, by the way, do it on the first line. Eh, you know, if Dom looks comfortable at center and Dom is the kind of player that he was pre-shoulder surgery, that 200-foot type player, you can talk about all kinds of possibilities. You can talk about all kinds of possibilities. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one tomorrow. Thank you.